Culture Kings. Culture Kings. Culture. You know, it's been a long week, but I am finally, finally happy that we have a president that is, you know, uh, has a mandate. We have yes. a president that uh, their ideology has been has been confirmed in this yes. country. Yes. Um, and I just want you to know that this president that we have, I'm going to support him 100 percent, 100 percent. You know, I'm just happy that there is a president. Yeah. And that, you know, they're breathing. Because look, a lot of people don't like to talk about this. Mm. A couple of presidents out there, they ain't breathing. It's, a, it's, it's, let me, let me tell you something. I know a lot of people don't like to talk about this. You're right. But out of the 45 presidents we've had, uh, 41 of them niggas is dead. Most, that's the <laughs> thing that people don't like to say. People don't like to say it, Jaquise, but I'm going to say it. Most presidents are dead. That's Most just a of fact. Them. Ninety plus <laughs> percent of presidents fact. are dead. <laughs> Ninety, they're dead. yeah, they're dead. They're gone. And no one likes. It. Let's talk about this. Most world leaders are dead. Period. Yeah, that's true. If you're a world leader, you're probably dead. So the fact yeah. that we have one that's alive—that's all I care about. Forget about policies. Forget mm-hmm. about past mistakes. Forget about voting records. Yeah. Are you alive? If you're alive, good enough for me. So I think with the results of the election. I looked, I checked, I Googled, because no one was talking about on the news. They just said he won, but mm-hmm. no one said he's alive or dead. Googled it, said, boom, he's alive. I'm happy. And because of that, they have my support. They have my support. Um, Matt, I know that. I'm pissed. I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. I'm but- so mad. Because your number one item on the tick on your, your the top of the the top of the uh your issue list uh is at the forefront of who this president is, you know, and, and you don't know how to deal with it. You don't know how to deal with uh white supremacy in, in this country in the fashion in, in the fashion that it is now gonna be presented for the next four years. Um Yeah, that's right. You know I, I, can't, I can't wrap my head around it. You can't. You can't. I had such a good system before. And now, yeah. and now you know where we are now. Who knows what's going to happen with white supremacy, but whatever's going to happen with it, you're not happy about it. I'm not happy. Um this election did not go the way I wanted it to across the board, and um I I am actually for the first time upset that you guys are reveling in my despair. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, you usually are reveling in the despair of black people, but this is the first time that it's flipped around. So this is, yeah, I, I, I've, I've tasted my own medicine, as it were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it called? C- c- cough syrup. Yeah, it's called. It's yeah, it's called c- c- cough syrup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we talk about the first lady? Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about first lady. Hubba, hubba. I mean, Ooh. what a doll. What a doll. What a doll. And listen, I know for the past four years, we haven't, you know, Michelle Obama, listen, whatever you got to say about Barack Obama's policies, we can all like probably admit that Michelle Obama was probably 
one of the most liked and best first ladies we've ever had, just as far as, you know, maybe oh, Jackie yeah. O. Jackie O was up there, too, um, as far as well-liked. But we, you know, and we haven't talked about the first lady in four years. But now I feel like we got to talk about the first lady because I'm in love. I'm in love. I, I think the first lady is just fly. I think the first lady is is something that we should, you know. Listen, without giving away who won, because, you know, there right. might be someone who's listening to this and hasn't Googled who won. Right. Either way, I was like, I'm unsure. Mm. I'm unsure I'm going to feel about this first lady, but. Just seeing her stand next to a winner, I mean, wow. my eyes turned to hearts, and I said, that's a lady, and she's yeah. first in my heart. I yeah. actually, this is true, told Anna, we're done. Wow. I, my mission now is to get this first lady. Wow. And you I, know what? You know what? It's, you know what's, what's cool about that, too? Because the same thing with the presidents. There's been... There was one. There was one president who didn't have a wife. There's been forty four first ladies before this. Absolutely, forty of them first la- Forty of them niggas is dead. Most first, them- most first ladies are dead. <laughs> most first ladies are dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> most first ladies are dead, and it's it's hard. It's hard to talk about. We've never had a bachelor president. I think we, we had one. once. We've had one. And he died pretty quickly, right? Yeah. Am I, am I confusing? Am I confusing presidents? Man, I, there's been a couple of presidents who've died. T- he's rather, dead now. He is dead now. He's de- uh, listen. I'll guarantee you that he's dead now. He's dead now. And I want to say, if you're and a first lady a or mm-hmm. the spouse of a ruler, the chances of you dying increase like insanely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because if they're dead, you're probably dead too. You're probably dead too. There, you know what? You're right. We've never had a first lady that her husband died and she didn't die too. Mm-hmm. Never had that. No. Mm-hmm. Now wow. you might argue that they died later on. Yeah, but they still died, and that's the only problem that I'm, uh, you know, that I'm seeing. But yeah, shit, I need to get, I need to, I need to, I need to get on a date with this first lady, you know, before. Hey, man, I hope you do. She goes the way of the bird. And speaking of people who are alive, mm-hmm. our guest is very much so one of my favorite people, uh, someone who I, dare I say, came up with at UCB, like most of our guests. She's incredibly funny. She's incredibly talented. She is as ethnically ambiguous as they come. Sarah. Kasrovi. Before we get to her, though, gotta say this. Listen, no matter who you supported in this election, I want you to realize that now that we have an alive winner with an alive first lady, that this is the time not to be the red states and the blue states of America, Mm. but to be the United States of America. This is the time not to be a donkey or an elephant. Mm. But to be an eagle. This is the time. Mm. This is the time not to be, uh, 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 you know, a liberal or a conservative. But to be an American. That's Speak what this it. time is right now. And I hope. Go off. I hope that you will give your support to this president that we have right now. Your undying support. Forget the last four years. 
Forget the last four years. Support this president now and support him like the American eagle that you are. All right, great. Let's do one for Trump. (laughs) (laughs) I miss you. I miss you so much, man. It's so good to see faces in core. Mm -hmm. It is. I have to... I have to apologize to you, Edgar, and the Lord. Uh, nobody else that I am eating during this because um, it's been almost ten hours since I've eaten, and I just could not go another minute without eating. So please forgive me. Do you forgive me, dude? I mean, absolutely. I can speak for myself and the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, we say it's fine. Can you just? I, I asked you this uh, earlier, and I didn't really get an answer. Um, can I get a quick answer on sort of the, the pizza place that the pizza you're eating is from? It's from a place called Aurelio's. Shout out Aurelio's. Okay. They deliver. So like there's pizza places that deliver from Chicago. Most of them have like delivery. Uh, what do you call it? Partnerships with like FedEx and shit. So like, you know, like Lou Malnati's, I can get like two deep dish pieces delivered to me in two days for like 60 something dollars because the delivery fee isn't that much. Aurelio's delivers, but they have no partnership. So you are just paying the actual delivery fee that it would cost to ship wherever the fuck you are. And it was an embarrassing amount how much the shipping was for four medium pieces. Uh-oh. Yeah, how much was it? It was embarrassing. Say it. Was it. it was $188. No! Just a delivery fee? Just a delivery fee. No, with the pieces, too. The delivery okay. was $102. Then I had to... <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Nigga, I told you. So I remember told on you. our election episode when I called you a coastal elite and you bristled at it? <laughs> and you were just like, Edgar, I didn't bristle. On. I didn't bristle. I said, you're right. I said, you're right. I'm an elitist. All right? Listen. I paid $188 for four medium pieces and I've never been fucking happier. All right? Dude, I'm happy for you. I mean, would you say, I do have to ask someone from Chicago, would you say that Lou Malnati's is overrated? Um, You know what? No, I wouldn't. Here's why. I would say Giordano's is overrated. Okay. Come on, that's stop fine. it. No, that's it okay. Is. Giordano's it. is overrated. It used to be better. I forgot you were from Chicago. Um, Did you just say that? Sarah or Edgar? Sarah. Oh, I was like, I don't think Edgar's from Chicago. No, 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 no. I'm from um, the Bay Area. I just have a, like sort of a, a love for Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Giordano's yeah. is overrated. Lumanati's is the better chain. But there are better deep dish pizza places that aren't chains in Chicago. So. That's what I hear. And if that's the term overrated, then yes, it is overrated. But if it is the most overrated in Chicago, not by a long shot. Okay. It's a good chain. It's a good chain. I, I, I've personally, you know, I, having only been to Chicago twice, I feel like my opinion should matter more. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, Giordano's just, it has a feel to it. I mean, it's not my favorite restaurant in Chicago. My favorite restaurant was the now deceased Ed DeBevick's. Um, just because they very, talk shit to you. Not it's a very the fun restaurant. Good. It's a very fun the restaurant. The food was very average. You just liked the, de- a- the demeaning <laughs> Yeah, it's an average diner, but the bit of it is that when you go into the restaurant, the the wait staff treats you like shit. It's kind of a critique on capitalism, and uh, it, it's just a very fun place. Uh, but Giordano's, it just 
it just fills you up, you know? Like, oh, no. Listen, Giordano's is good. When I say overrated, I'm not, that doesn't mean bad. It just yeah. means that's the one that everybody knows about. So they think like that's the, sorry, they think that's the pinnacle of pizza in Chicago. I understand. And it's not, not even close. So that's what I mean by overrated. It's still good, especially if you're a tourist. It, that's the thing about Giordano's. It is now a tourist place. It is. It Which, is. listen, I'm not against tourist place. I was in tourism for fucking years. Not against it. But when I was a shorty growing up, there were like two in the city. Now it's like in four different states and 20 in, in Chicago and shit. So it's just like uh, it, it blew up. I didn't realize it was outside of Chicago. Yeah, there's one in Vegas. There's one in Oh, Atlanta. that's how you know. That's how you yeah. know. Yeah, that's when it becomes like when mm-hmm. they have like that fat burger in Vegas. You're like, it's yeah. over. Yeah, done. It's it's done. Finished. Yeah. Wait, I have a quick question about this uh, mean restaurant. Uh, is it just? Is that just? Is it only in Chicago? Because I've been I've been wanting to feel something. So I would they have home. they have like different <laughs> versions of them. Like they have different names. Uh, there was one called Dicks. <laughs> in uh San- on the San Antonio Riverwalk. That's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it's just it's it's not like, you know, I don't know if Ed DeBevix necessarily came up with the concept. Uh but no, it did close down in 2015, I want to say. It just wasn't a lasting model. I it, it wasn't recession proof. Let's just be honest. Yeah. It's yeah, not a well, recession proof model. No, it clo- it closed down it, it damn near closed down when I was still in Chicago, I think. Um No, it was 2015, I know because we looked it up. In the oh. room because we were arguing about it. Okay, because cool. I wanted to go so bad. Damn, I mean, first of all, I have to circle to two things. One, if you are still, if you still go to Chicago and you want to be demeaned, uh, you can go to the Wiener Circle, which is all black people. So that's the demeaning you're gonna get demeaning, especially if you white. Ooh, you better not have no. You better not have white fragility because they gonna get in your ass. Uh, <laughs> so you can still do that, but. We got to circle back to like you just want to feel something like you, you. Do you just want somebody to be mean? Like even if it's just mean, you just want somebody to like be mean to you to feel something right now. Like is I it? Just want, you know, I don't want like a mirror held up to sort of. Okay. Yeah, who I am. You know what I mean? I just feel like pandemic vibes are very. Um, I've spent a lot of time, you mm-hmm. know, with me, and. Um, and I don't know. I feel like it can get it can get a little haunting. I don't know if you guys, Jaquez, do you live alone? Uh uh-uh. uh Okay. Oh, you're engaged. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Okay. You can still that's live big. alone. I guess that's true. Yeah, you I can still live alone if I'm engaged. Yeah, yeah. If you were, I mean, according to if Lord. I was a Christian, I would live alone until Absolutely. I took my name. I took my wife took my name, and then yeah, yeah, we yeah, made yeah. love for the first time ever. That's, that's right. true. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so you're a bad one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess. Well, Edgar, also, you're both of you then are living with um, your Insane. lovers, right? Yeah. Um, what's that like during core? Okay, wait. Let's let's just get something straight here, Sarah. Okay, one. This is our podcast, <laughs> and you're doing a you're doing a very typical thing that you do. You know, which is you're so afraid of being vulnerable and being caught that you're directing the conversation towards us. We're not falling for it. We're not mm-hmm. falling for it. Jaquise would have fallen for it. Jaquise would have for sure fallen. I was not about to answer that shit. <laughs> he, he was getting that. close. I'm not new, Sarah. <laughs> I've been doing this for, I've been, I've been doing this for a long yeah. ass time. It, it, it's very, 
very clear what you're doing, uh, uh, which, again, I think is so counterintuitive to how talented you are. You're such a talented superstar. Yet anytime someone's just like, hey, talk about yourself, you go, oh, I don't don't know. And it's like you're too talented to be, you know, hiding from the spotlight. Uh, So let's ask Uh, you. Like, have you just been alone? Like, is there somebody that you were trying to spend core with? What's going on with you, Sarah? Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting to go from sort of zero to 20. Um, mm. I would say um, for me, yeah, you know, I've had I've had some, some core time by myself. I've had some core time with family, a little mm-hmm. bit of friends. Definitely not sort of, um, you know, partner time uh, in that way. Um, I will say... I will say their digital dating um, in quarantine is um, is haunting. Mm. Um, it's Have like, you done it? <sighs> yeah. It sounds like it's going great. It was really bad. Uh, it's weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's like you basically like get on FaceTime. Okay. Yeah. And you say, I mean, also now I feel like now people's true colors are showing about like if they still believe in the pandemic or not. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So now it's great because if somebody suggests immediately for, you know, I mean, people say weird shit in a pandemic, like let come over and let me cook you dinner. And I'm like, I haven't done that with my like grandmother. You know what I mean? I'm not going to do that with you. So I, I, um, yeah, mostly it's like you video. I'm open to video chat. That's sort of like what I've labeled myself as um, mm-hmm. a girl who's down to FT. Um, and uh, yeah, and you sort of like you you remotely like have a glass of wine <laughs> and you mm-hmm. sort of say like, hey, how are you? Oh, my God. So what I've done a lot, I, I purposely go with like 15 percent battery mm-hmm. and then I plug my phone in if it's going well, which it never has. Uh-huh. Um, so new and that normally. Works. That works. Yeah, yeah. Like you're the, who are you going on a date with? Uh, let me tell you something. It doesn't work. It works for you, but who you're going on a date with, they know. the first thought that comes in your mind is just plug your fucking phone. They know exactly <laughs> why. Well, there's no plug by me. It's crazy. Nah, I'm nah. so sorry i wish there were, i'm so dumb i should have charged it they're like i can <laughs> wait the, right that's the equivalent of uh you know what i gotta go eat yeah uh, <laughs> i want to say that this is already like setting itself up to be a fantastic episode because usually what happens is a guest will come on and realize some bullshit that's going on with jakees and i but you are stock full of intimacy issues that we could have a <laughs> feel day with like this is you're purposefully going into these dates to avoid them so my, yeah. my question is why go into them at all um do you know you actually do a better job than my therapist i think mm. at sort of digging deep into understanding me I, I i'm sorry i don't mean to segue really quick and i will come back to this because i know you'll make me but i realized two days ago i have a bad therapist and mm. i didn't know i didn't know that that could be a thing which is crazy i mean i'm new to therapy which is shocking i'm sure um but i'm new to saying okay to therapy is really what i mean um and and for the first time it hit me like yesterday when my friends were talking about how much headway they were making in therapy, that my therapist, I go to therapy because I feel bad for my therapist. 
You know what I mean? Like I'm there because I feel like if I don't show up, she'll be sad, but I've never, she, she asked, I think she like texts during our sessions because I will like start to express myself, which as you've mentioned is hard for me. And she'll be like, there'll be like a five second pause. And then she'll be like, that's crazy. Yeah. You have a terrible therapist. You have a terrible therapist. I mean, I think, I think truly what we're realizing in this pandemic is that there are some people who, like you said, were biding their time, but because it's all over, like, you know, telecommunications, you can really tell who's paying attention and who's not in a way that I don't think you could before in the office. It's very true. um, But I also think like when it comes to a therapist, I think people should be more aggressive in selecting their therapist. Cause I think, especially when you're new to it, I think you assume that the person that you're meeting is going to be great off the bat. And chances are it's not, it's like, you know, I I think a lot like dating, you have to be very clear what your goals are, what your wants are and find a person that works for you because everyone's like, there's someone who that kind of style of like not listening and just that person blabbing on and on and on works for like there's like it's like probably like someone who's just like i just want to just talk my shit and they can they can work with that person but for someone like yourself who you gotta drag it out of you because again i'm still waiting for you to answer any of the questions we've asked you so far (laughs) uh (laughs) it's just like you need someone, I think, who's going to be a little bit more active with you, someone who's not going to put up with your bullshit. <laughs> but what do you say? I mean, like, my thing is when I'm trying to be upfront about what I need in these therapy sessions, because I've, like, had intro calls with, like, a couple others. All of them pretend that they're all like, yeah, yeah, I, I specialize in exactly what you said, you know? And then mm-hmm. I feel like I get tricked. I mean, it is like dating, right? It's like yeah. you say what you're looking for. They're like, oh, baby, I'm going to give it to you. And then they never, you know, it's not this, it's not, it's not right. It's the match is wrong is really what it is. Yeah. I mean, for me, what I've, I, I am also new to therapy. Um, That's right. Talk therapy. That's right. Let's get and, it. Let's get it, baby. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we open in this biatch. Um, but I, like for me, what I'm finding is like, I go in like, thinking I know exactly what I want to talk about and I want to focus on this and I want to talk about this. And then like, I'll say something and, and then my therapist would be like, well, let's dig into that. And then we spend the next 25 minutes talking about some other shit. And I'm just like, man, I don't want to be talking about this shit. But then I find like how it circles back to mm-hmm. the thing that like is actually, so I find for me, I mean, if my therapist wasn't listening, I'd be like, yo, you whack. But I find for me that I also have to like give a little, like you said, yeah. like dating. It's not it's not a one way street. Um, you have a good one. Maybe you could. We could. I could get the info. Ooh, I'll give it to you. Do you yeah, okay. do you have anxiety? A girl, yes, ah, <laughs> absolutely. Shit. I was born with it. Then hell yeah, I'll, I'll 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 refer you. We'll work on our anxiety together, but not together. Yeah, yeah. Like, conflict of know, interest, absolutely. Conflict yeah. of interest, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah conflict yeah. of interest for sure. And I was also going to say, like, I think, I think it's also like how you go into it, right? Like, I think, you know, I'm not trying to put your business out there or anything like that, Jaquie. I think there was a more of a like, I'm gonna talk to somebody. Like, there was more of a like a push for you to want to go. Whereas, you know, Sarah, I could see you kind of being like. Your friends are like, yeah, we see a therapist. You're like, oh, well, they're seeing therapists. Well, maybe I'll try it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like 
Yeah. Again, I, like Jaquise is saying, he's opening up. He's going into this date being like, I'm going to try this person out. I'm going to see if they like me. When you're already, you're showing up to therapy with your battery at 15%. <laughs> Damn. You yeah, show up to therapy back. with your battery at 15% too? Yeah, that's poetic. I love Damn. that. <laughs> do you at least do you at least put on power saving mode at, at, for therapy? At for therapy, I do. Again, okay. yeah. Okay. I, because I think she needs me, which honestly, I'm sure she doesn't. But I like to feel like I think also for the thing that took me a while to get to therapy or to like finally pull the plug and just say I'm gonna do it is like I would I would have a moment where I was like, oh, like what just happened would, you know, maybe be alleviated by having tools from therapy or like, you know, have a moment where you feel like, oh shit, I really need therapy. And then the next possible moment that was like somewhat of a high, I'm like, I don't need therapy. I feel great. Like I'm amazing, you know? And you like latch onto those moments as like justifications for not needing to go, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I I think, yeah. The funny thing is, when this episode comes out, <clears throat> Uh-oh. we'll be a few days removed, probably, from finding out who the president is. So either a lot of people are going to be new to therapy, or you may get some breakups with therapy. People will be like, you know what? I feel great. I'm going to take this week off. Let me tell you, don't do that one. Don't do that. Don't do it. And I've if done you're, it before. Don't do yes. that. Yes. And if you're new to therapy, because... <laughs> You're realizing again that this country is a racist country that you can't depend on. <laughs> uh, you know, enjoy your journey. Enjoy your newfound journey. But yeah. show up to therapy with at least 45% of battery. At least. <laughs> at okay? least. At least. I mean, I think it's just like... It also, really sucks before you say. get before you before you say this, Eric, uh, Eric, I was about to call you Eric. I don't know why, Edgar. He's, we're, we're, oh. I don't know. When well, people figure out Eric. what's going to happen, point to this moment right here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, Eric. Um, I don't want I don't want us to gloss over the fact that you you haven't circled back to the original. You haven't question. circled back to the original question. But, but right. Go ahead, Edgar. Go ahead, Edgar. No, yes. I want to say my point first. I want to say because it's going to relate. Like your therapist, I'm going to bring it back. Okay. I think, you know, something that a lot of people kind of aren't willing to admit or learn is, and I'm like this too, is how much of a lot of these things are work. And I'm seeing it a lot in like my personal life, in my romantic life, in my therapy is just like, I show up and I'm just like, I'm sad. But my therapist gives me these active goals. I don't do them. And then I come back next week and I'm like, I'm sad. And it's just like, what exactly is it that I'm expecting from her? What exactly? Like, I, I think, I think we almost, it's kind of, I, we, and I do it with my health too, right? Like I'm eating McDonald's every day and then I look at my belly and I'm just like, well, I'm not happy with that. And then I just go back and I eat more McDonald's or I, I think that, there's an ability to take a more active role in a lot of these things. And and I'm not saying this to say that if you're in a, tra- a traumatic situation or an abusive situation that it's on you or anything like that. That's not what I mean. I more so am asking, like, you know, with, you know, you, Sarah, you're, you're on these dates. You clearly want to go for some reason. Why? And if you can investigate that and answer that, perhaps we can adjust who exactly you're giving your time to if we know why you're actually going okay okay again better than my therapist i mean (laughs) you gotta find a new job man you're really good at this um 
so is that meant to be answered or sort of yeah it's meant it's yeah it's meant to be answered it's meant to be answered sarah i uh we put you on the spot on this show yeah 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 no i feel (laughs) it absolutely um yeah i hope my therapist actually doesn't listen to this she might subscribe subscribe to you guys i Um, doubt it yeah is your therapist therapist, uh, uh, is. is your therapist white a white woman She's a white middle-aged woman named is this Becky okay to do Karen. Karen. Yeah. She oh, she she listens to this podcast. Yeah. Oh, that is Jaquise. That's our exact demographic. Is is middle-aged is, white women? Is white women ages eighteen to forty-nine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Edgar, I think you have a point. Honestly, like. I will say, you know, using therapy as a conduit to get to the answer, um, the the idea of like doing your homework um, therapy wise is is absolutely necessary, I think, to, to arrive at a place of um, even remote like enlightenment or betterment. Uh, but I find it so hard because so much of the homework um, and again, it's because I because I have a bad therapist is. Um, it's just like feels so much easier said than done. Sometimes I almost feel like resentful of my therapist being like, okay, like how easy is it for you to be like, well, tell yourself like, that's not good. Like, I mean, again, like I said, bad therapist, but like a lot of her advice will be like, yeah, it's a thing called self-talk. I don't know if you guys have heard of this self-talk, Yeah. but her answer to everything is like self-talk. And I'm like, girl, if I could talk myself out of things, you think I'd be paying you? You know, like if, if I had the ability, I think to pull myself out of, anxious moments or whatever, just by being like, Sarah, you shouldn't do that. Like, I don't feel that I would need therapy in the way that I do. So sometimes I I, I feel like um, the answers or the tools are just, you know, um, they're, they're, they're like step threes or fours, mm-hmm. but you gotta like figure out how to, to be able to, to actually do them. You know, does that make sense? Am I the alone in that? Like, no, I just find makes, like, yeah, yeah. No, that makes that makes perfect sense. Uh, if I could tell myself to stop having anxiety about the shit I have, or if I can tell myself, "Hey, man, like, stop going to Google every time like your fucking finger hurts," you know, or some shit happens, and then going down a rabbit hole and thinking you have body cancer. Um, yeah. you know, like is intellectually, I know what I'm supposed to be doing, or I know some of the things that I shouldn't be doing or the quote unquote solutions that, you know, on the surface would seem like they would work, but, you know, mental health or how you respond to things aren't on the surface uh, ever generally right there's so much more to that so you know if it was easy nobody would need if if it was easy if it was that easy nobody would need therapy and anybody who says it's that easy for them probably needs therapy yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) to be completely honest uh they're probably holding on to a lot of shit that they aren't working through because they're just swallowing it and and putting it down until it bubbles up and manifests in many different ways. You know, there's many ways things can manifest, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, 
I think for me, you know, the journey that I'm on, you know, and, you know, I think Chakis and I feel anxiety in a similar way, which has been, you know, not interesting to say, but like has felt not even validating, but I felt close to Jaquise lately in hearing him or seeing him on Twitter describe things and being like, oh, that's how I feel and all that. But something that I'm trying to come to terms with and something that I've been working on with my therapist is the idea of like, it's okay for me to feel like the pain in my finger is something serious. That's okay. I don't have to solve that part. The part that I have to solve is going on Google and reading a hundred like, you know, articles right. about how that's cancer. That's yeah. the bad part. That's and bad like, part. and, and I think that comes from that's me trying to stop feeling that way, the healthy way. And, you know, one of my older therapists when I was in college used to say that if you think about your like emotional state, it's kind of like a jug of water and you have to find healthy ways to like always pour water out or else it's going to constantly overflow. And I think like, it's like about like, okay, if I'm feeling like, Hey, my finger is hurting me. Is it okay to read a article and being like, Oh, these are my symptoms. Is that actually how I'm feeling? That is like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's like, I think you're right, Sarah. And when you said it feels like step two or three, which is why I think, you know, I'm always going to go back to my original question that I asked you. The theme of the podcast. Why is it that you're going on these dates? Because if we can understand that, if we can get to the root of that feeling of why you feel like you need to go on these dates, perhaps we can find a better thing for you to do with dealing that feeling. Right. Which if if Jaquise's question is, if Jaquise can trace back that anxiety to, Am I living my healthiest life? He can find way better things to deal with that feeling than because, like, the thing the thing that sucks when you realize like what the actual feeling is. Jaquise is going to realize, and I'm I'm sorry, Jaquise, I'm not like I'm just using your example. I'm not saying that mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. have to do these things. Jaquise is going to sit there and like you know if he does the work, he'll be like, oh, okay, googling all these articles about what's wrong with my finger isn't me feeling isn't me isn't making me healthier. So this isn't worth my time. And then you can take the actions and do that. I'm not trying to say that this is easy. It's like you said, it's so much easier for me to explain this out loud in concept. I don't do this myself. I do the nervous Googling, but it's about understanding like, what is this actual feeling? Where is it coming from? Like uh, one, another one of my therapists, I've had so many therapists used to say, it's like asking yourself, what am I actually feeling right now? Am I angry? Am I sad? Am I hungry? And it is crazy how many times when I'm anxious, the answer is number three. Am I hungry? And I eat a sandwich and I'm like, way better. Yeah, because it's just like so many times you're having an emotion and your body's just reacting to that. Where it's just like, what am I actually feeling right now? You're physiologically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting. Maybe before you go on these dates, you just got to eat. Just eat. (laughs) I gotta fill my own battery up. You know what I'm saying? Fill your own. You're you're running at 15 percent more than you think. You know exactly. I do eat a lot, so it's that that's interesting. But I will try. I I think that's a really cool, um, kind of method of of looking at it. Also, because your brain and your body are incredibly tied, right? And like absolutely, yeah. So it makes sense to me that even subliminally not being able to acknowledge that it's a body thing would impact your your mind, you guys, this is like this podcast. I was like, I'm going to come on here and we're going to be like cracking jokes and we're going to be talking culture. And I am so happy to come on here and sort of like have learned a little bit about sort of me, you, human emotion. It's huge. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. Why are you going on these dates, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it 
want to answer that, right? Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should. Maybe you should take the Edgar approach. I. So how long are you? How long have you and Anna been together since 2017? Right, Edgar. Yes. Okay. So in 2017, the summer of 2017, after you were after uh, Edgar was very hungry, and he had just gotten his heart broken. I'm putting this business out in the street. I'm not put my business out there. I put your business out there. Put my business out there. (laughs) He just got his heart broken on my couch. It's true. Forget it. While we were recording the podcast. While we were recording the podcast, (laughs) I got dumped via text message. (laughs) Are you serious? Via text? Yeah. Yeah. While we were recording. While we were recording. Did you read the text in the middle of the episode and react to it? Yes, I did. That would be hilarious. That so many people would go back. You didn't? No, you didn't. I didn't read the text read on the on. podcast, but I read it. You guys knew what was happening because I just stopped talking while yeah, we were recording. Yeah, you just stopped talking. Oh, my. Uh, oh, that's what you mean, read it. I thought you meant did you read out it. Out loud, yeah, yeah. Out yeah, loud. No. no, if you did, so many people would go back and listen to that episode right now. Uh, but after that, after that moment, young Edgar, at a ripe age of what, 24, 25? I was not 24. I was. How old are you now? 27, 28? 29. I'm 29. Okay. So at the ripe age of 26 or 25, you could have been 25 then too. I don't know. Edgar decided, you know what? I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to take care of my mental. I'm going to take care of my heart. I'm not going to date anybody for a year. (laughs) I'm not going to date anybody for an entire year. Oh, I know where this is going. Okay. Okay. During this time, (laughs) him and Anna Salinas were... You know, writing some things together. We would see the little Instagram posts, and me and the and the Mr. Carl Tart would be like, "Nigga, what's up with you and Anna?" <laughs> and then he would be like, "Nah, I'm going. I'm staying single." And I'd be like, "You know, I, the 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 PG version. We would be like, my man, you got a queen right in front of you. The real version is like, nigga, what you doing with Anna? Selena's my motherfucker, all right." <laughs> And then, you know, things happened, things happened, and then all of a sudden, he broke his one-year dating thing, and they've been dating for three years. See, I think what you got to do, Sarah, is you just got to stop looking, and you got to let, you got to let the shit come to you, and when it comes to you, you'll be on 100%, and you won't even know it. Okay, I'm going to disagree with Jaquise. So <laughs> oh my God, no, uh, I love what he said. Please, I'm so I mean, nervous about what you're going to say. I would well, almost think you shouldn't. If I was to, I, I have advice. to only because, and look again, I'm going to be putting my own business out there. I think I did myself a disservice because <laughs> I, I lied to myself and I told myself, I'm going to take care of me. I'm going to do that. And then the moment it was kind of like, it was therapy. Like it was the example of what Jaquise was saying of like, there's going to be people who are going to quit therapy if certain things go the certain way. Uh, and it's kind of what I did of like the moment, you know, Anna was just like, I'm also romantically interested in you. I abandoned that goal of self-betterment to the detriment of this relationship. And like now we're sitting here in three years and, you know, I could be candid on this podcast. Despite what it may seem on Instagram or Twitter, there, there are a lot of issues. And I think a lot of those issues stem from the fact that I didn't put myself in a solid place. I didn't. And I just like took all the issues and baggage from the previous relationship and just went, oh, this solves it all. And it did it. And it just honestly didn't because I think I didn't listen to my own rules of or what I'm preaching here now of what is it that I'm actually feeling? 
And what's crazy about that is the relationship that ended on Jaquise's couch was exactly that as well of I got, you know, my engagement fell apart and I was just like, man, that sucks. Oh, hey, here's this new girl. I'm gonna start dating her. Like it was like, like truly I haven't been single for longer than three months since probably the year 2010. And since Obama. Yeah. Since we I, since we had since we had the House, the White House, and the Senate. I've seen I've seen campaigns come and go, baby. I've seen the tea party. I've seen QAnon. I've seen it all. Oh, I lived through so many slogans. I love it. I think it's because I still never really understood what the base feeling was. And what now what I'm understanding now in therapy and it's like, you know, causing all these issues is I'm incredibly afraid to be alone. And if I don't solve that problem, fuck if it's this relationship, no relationship's going to work out. Unless I understand that base feeling of I'm afraid to be by myself. That's what the anxiety is. I think that's huge to be able to recognize that. Because if I were to get have guessed, you know, if you were to say, okay, I have problems um, in my relationship and you were to, you know, make me guess why, I would guess is 90% that dog, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, was just peeing on both but, of y'all, y'all but that dog is another example of that of me being like i don't know if we're ready for a dog but if i say i we're not ready for a dog is anna gonna leave me i'm just not gonna say anything i'm just not gonna say anything and then now we got this dog and Yo, that i'm do- feeling that way still <laughs> and it's just like it's 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 causing issues Again, I betrayed myself, and it's not on her. It's not on her at all. Her issues are her own issues. That's her own thing. She can mm-hmm. talk about it on Culture Queens. But <laughs> <laughs> for me, Coming to I Airwolf, betrayed my <laughs> January 2021. <laughs> January 2021, Culture Queens, look out for it. Y'all think we playing. Um, I love it. <laughs> again, I think it's understanding that root feeling. And because I never, ever investigated that root feeling, I think I find myself in a situation where I am now where there's all these issues arising because again sarah you can you you're gonna hop on one of these zoom dates and then there's gonna be a guy who you are a person you know i'm sorry for just assuming that it was no that's men you okay were you can to. you can assume you're right but keep going <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be a guy i hate it it's boring but okay <laughs> and then you know shit Maybe for some reason your phone doesn't die and then you go through the whole date and then it's just like, I'll keep going on these dates. I keep going there. But you never really investigated that feeling. Mm-hmm. It'll not go away. Because then again, if Jaquise feels like he has that cancer in his finger and then he goes <laughs> and he gets tested and it says, I don't have that cancer in my finger. Guess mm-hmm. what? That anxiety didn't go away because that's not what the actual anxiety is. Act- I mean, I can speak to that right now. I just keep transferring how I'm feeling <laughs> to new fucking shit. Once I find yeah. out, oh, I, different that's parts not it. of your body. Yeah. Also, can you get finger cancer? Is that possible? I'm sure it is. But can <laughs> yeah. you just get cancer in a finger? Like, I, I feel like that's the what if somebody tells you you got finger cancer and there's nothing we can do for it? The first thing would be like, well, take this motherfucking finger off, man. Like, I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need this fucking finger. Like, this is the easiest decision I've ever like would have had to ever fucking take. Take this shit off. Honestly, that should be what you tell your anxiety when you're like, my finger hurts. Be like, if, if the worst case, my finger goes. It's whatever. You know? <laughs> That's yes. it. The worst case scenario so is I lose my finger. And exactly. you know, I lose my pointer finger. And uh also Sarah. I want to counter to something Edgar said. You might also be in a situation where you're on a date 
It's going good. It's going great. And you really can't find your and you really can't find your charger. Yep. <laughs> and yep. then your battery die. Yeah. Karma is what you ass date. And you'd be like, damn. And now you just and he thinks and, and like he's a sensitive soul. So he thinks, you know, yeah. once you just hang up, he's like, Well, that's it. And he just and you miss out. You miss out on your husband. You he's a good Persian he's out. a good Persian boy. You know? Oh, what? okay, stop. Yeah, I can't be teased <laughs> like that. Listen, guys, here's the thing. I want to say both of you said these beautiful, profound things that mm-hmm. I think hold so much weight mm-hmm. and are almost directly contradictory. So let's unpack that for a moment. They're uh, not directly contradictory. They're both saying no, what he the just said. Thing. What he just said is on your on on uh, on the same wavelength. But what Jaquise first said when you disagreed with him was Sarah, put yourself out there, stop looking, and he's going to be right there. And you, you were like, no, I guess you're right. Maybe maybe they're not contradictory, but yours no, is like- No, not contradictory. I, I'm, I was saying Chakis is giving me more credit than what I actually did. Because he's saying that I went and I investigated into myself and then Anna showed up. And what I'm saying is I was investigating into myself, Anna showed up and I went, okay, that's done. Yeah, okay. I okay, I see, I see. <laughs> Basically, you're saying like, like if I go- I have to do like route Jaquise could be true, but I also simultaneously have to do the work on figuring myself out. Right. You have mm-hmm. to answer this very simple question that you have been <laughs> avoiding for 37 minutes. And Matt's going to get very upset with us because this podcast is going over time. Okay. Why are you going on these dates? I mean, what if, Hmm. I don't know. Okay. That's great. Is that That's an answer? Great. That's an answer. That is an answer. That's oh an my answer. gosh. Thank you. I did it. Um, I think it's this. I think it's honestly, and I hate to talk about sort of life in this pre-post-COVID way. Um, but you know, I think also in this right. I think it's so easy to distract yourself um, in normal life, right? You're like, okay, I'm running to a show and I'm running to uh, a birthday and I'm running to work. And I, you, you, it's so easy to just fill your time with distractions to not necessarily confront yourself, confront your desires, and even confront like very real things like um, companionship and, uh, you know, life journey. You just kind of like fill the now. Um, but I think, I think now that time has sort of stopped and warped a little bit, I can't speak for everybody, but I can definitely speak for myself that, that there is this sort of um, existential looming energy of, you know, what does your life look like down the road? What do you want? Um, Now that, you know, your days consist of so much less, um, you know, what's life about, right? It's about like, Mm. it's about being healthy and being surrounded by people you love, or at least like having somebody you love. It's about sharing like companionship and sharing, um, you know, your insides and, um, and it's about like being happy and, and like being alive. Like I really, I know that sounds so, um, simple, but, but it really is about being happy and being healthy. And I think the pandemic has has shown me at least that to have those things, um, you have to to work for them. You know what I mean? Or at least you have to try to want them. Um, so maybe, 
you know, a very long-winded answer to your question. Um, these are an attempt going on these um these FaceTimes is an attempt at filling that, right? It's an attempt at at getting to that existential place of feeling like, um, you know, I am happy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Damn. But then there's also, so then now we can actually dig into what you're actually doing is that there's a part of you that's afraid of going on these things and then realizing that you're not happy. So that's why you're going on there with your phone with no power on it so that you can get out of it. So you don't have to confront the actual, you know, I don't got to do this to you on no podcast. I think you you're know right, it though. and I know it. I think you're right. And I think also to be very honest and to sort of peel back from sort of the depth a little bit and go to the surface, which I think also holds some weight here is um, I put a lot of stock in very little things. Um, you know, I'm going to ask you what your horoscope is. I'm going to ask you what your Myers-Briggs is. You know, Edgar, I didn't think we could be even friends because you were a Taurus. And you were like, no, no, let's talk about this. Where like Taurus and Leo get along really well. So I think like 15% is enough time for me to determine, to determine what your birthday is, what your Myers-Briggs personality type is. Um, are you a picky eater? Mm. Um, I think that's all I care about. I okay. honestly think those are the three things for me that are like, are we going to get along for like 15 more percent, you know? That's fair. So That's what about fair. if you had to do that with me and Edgar? What would, what would, what you call it? The Mexican Briggs? What'd you call it again? <laughs> did you just call the, it the Mexican Briggs? Yeah. Did you call it the Mexican Briggs? Is that the, what you call it? The Myers Briggs. Myers Briggs. Briggs. That was close. That was close. There's a, you there's, know I'm, it. There's a Me I'm sure there is a Mexican in the world whose name is Myers. Um, <laughs> Wait, when's your birthday first and foremost? September 29th. Oh, Capricorn. No. Oh, Libra, Libra. I'm so sorry. I that literally is, just spent this enti okay. entire time saying that this was part of my identity. Hey, that that's great for us. So you and okay. I, yeah, you can totally stay. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. Myers-Briggs is like a personality test um, that kind of determines, have you taken it? I feel like Edgar's taken it. Oh, 100%. Can I guess yours? Go for it. Okay. I? Yep. A lot of people don't guess I. A lot of people guess E because of how I present out in the world. But absolutely, I. no. I know hmm. about. I mean, I know about the anxiety. Um, I N. Yep. F for sure. F. One hundred percent. And here's where we're gonna get a little crazy, but I'm gonna say P. You're absolutely correct. Woo! What? Oh my god! I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about, but that was impressive. <laughs> That's what? so I, cool. I've never taken the test, but what would I be? Oh, Edgar, you want to do this together? I'm thinking I think E. E for sure, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. N, no? Yeah, I can yeah. see N. Okay. I don't know about F or T. I feel like you know Jaquise better. I honestly have to look what those two mean. I just know mine. It's thinking or feeling. So it's basically like, do you make decisions based on your heart or your mind? Oh, he's like, feeling. He's feelings. Okay. Okay. He's e and F. He's probably a P. That's what I am. We'd have the same code, Jaquise. That'd be crazy. Crazy. What's which one's the P? It's P or J, right? Yeah, J is and like, is he like structured and organized, and does he like these things, or is he more spontaneous and a little messy? Actually, Jaquise is pretty structured. Are you? Uh, maybe he's a yeah. J. Maybe I'm a J. That's no, like, Jaquise like plans trips and like he like he likes that. Like he, like Jaquise, like if you were just like, hey Jaquise, like when we went to Chicago, 
he had an entire itinerary for us. Oh, like, you're of things to do. Like, and he likes it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's like, it's not a control freak thing. It's like he enjoys, it's almost his love language is like, I planned this whole trip for us to do. Would you say you're type A, Jakees? No. What's that mean? I, I mean, what does that mean? I don't even know, but that I think means, it just means That means like, I'm like, I'm, I'm an asshole. No, 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 not a for asshole. <laughs> like, like, uh, like you're like very, like you like things a certain way and you're on top of your shit and you're like very like kind of ambitious and you like control a little bit of situations. Um, sure. Okay. A little bit, a little bit. I, was gonna say, I like sure. that. When That's you listen to it, I was just like, this is a little bit. Okay. Sure. What's type okay. B then? What's type B me? Passive. I would say more so. Um, a little bit more like down to just go with the flow. Don't need a plan. You know what I mean? Just I mean, I can be type punches. B. Okay. I prefer type A, but I'm comfortable in type B. Yeah. <laughs> What's your blood like, type? is very much so the per- Like, if you want to talk about like planning this podcast, Jaquise is just like, sometimes I think Jaquise and I, when we would butt heads, is because Jaquise would say, let's plan this. Let's have a plan for the podcast. And I would be like, yeah, whatever. Let's just do whatever. <laughs> And Jaquise would be like, no, let's let's like figure out what we're going to I'm like, nah, we could just ask the guest about whatever. <laughs> like, that's Did you like guys have huge... a plan for this one? This is no. exactly what we wanted to talk about. That's what I fear. That's what I worry. That's what I think. <laughs> I think this is all planned, you guys. This is exactly Wait, what we wanted to talk about with you. I will say, I mean, you guys have had some epic podcast episodes. Absolutely. Um, I, I think... Just historically, timeline-wise, as you said, Jaquise, this podcast being the episode before the election. After. No, but, uh, I mean, releasing. But, like, this oh, is yes. the last one you'll record before, before you know what happens is sort of one, it's sort of historical in a way, right? It is. It is. Yeah. You are the, you are our penultimate election uh, guest. <laughs> 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 is that That's right? Funny. Yeah, no, it is. Yes, yeah, penultimate right. election guest. You're the you're Not the guest right before guess. the, huh? Not our penultimate. Not guess. our penultimate guest. But you're who our knows penultimate. Who that person is? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, fingers uh, crossed. Not for a while. Jesus, it is going to be Jesus Christ. We uh, promise you that if we were ever going to end the podcast, our second to last episode would be Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Put it down. I love it. Matt, write that shit down, and you better get him, or are you down. fired. Yeah. <laughs> Fired. Sarah, we've dug into Yeah, your I'm gonna spend some life. time by okay, myself. You're gonna spend after some time. This. Yeah. You yeah, also yeah. you also for people who don't know you is are a very funny person. You're a very funny person. You're a very talented person. Uh you are a star. And I mean UBS that. diversity showcase. Mm-hmm. Modern family. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. UCB mod team. Mm-hmm. Very funny. So funny with characters and stuff, too. I am looking forward to more and more and more people. Uh, one, knowing who you are. And two, being able to say your last name. I <laughs> uh, can't wait. Don't change it. Don't. When, you know, you got your sad card already? Yeah, I mean, we. Okay. I, I kept it. All right. Hell yeah. Make people say that shit. I love that. Okay, I will. Direct them to you. Do you know how to say it? Just real quick. That's okay. Uh, what what was the question? What was the question? What'd you say? What was the I question? wanted to know if you knew how to say, but actually, let's keep the Yo, mystery alive. Thank you alive. so much. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on the show. Uh, you've been great. 
<laughs> uh, thank you guys for the therapy. This was huge for me. I'm going to go journal a bunch. Um, I appreciate, I appreciate the, uh, the sort of eye opening look into, into me and to you. I feel like I got to know you both better. Mm. Um, I'm going to miss you. So yeah, I guess let's, um, start a group text. Let's start a yeah, group text. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And you know, these are our best episodes is when someone comes on and they're willing, willing to be vulnerable. So we appreciate that. We appreciate you, you know, being open and talking to us real. And like, honestly, these are our best episodes. Like, you know, the ego one was huge where she, we wanted to talk to her about SNL, but we couldn't because we just talked about how hard it is for us to sometimes accept how we're feeling. And we just talked about that for like ever. So, you know, I, I like these episodes where we didn't even get to talk to you about CBS diversity showcase or modern family or just, you know how no one can you know tell what race you are uh so you know <laughs> so much we could have talked about but one I day love maybe that. thank you for packing that... that into the last minute that's good for me it's sort of yeah, yes, yes. yeah 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 um yeah, 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 yeah. that's that i would say you packed my resume um uh with with ethnic ethnic ambiguity sort of at the top of it right into the last okay. 30 seconds. We, we got to get you on Ethnic Ambiguous. What's the name of that damn show? that they Ethnic, used to- Ethnically Ambiguous. Yeah. That's a show? That's a show. Yeah, That's a show. A show. On uh, what? Anna Hosnie and Shireen. Uh, yeah. Shireen, a fellow, a fellow Persian. Uh, oh they, my they God! I gotta show. go do my homework. Cut this out of the podcast, please. I know the show. I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna go check it out. No, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, I want to um, make sure you got the you got the space to talk about anything you want to talk about. Plug anything you want to plug. Make people know about anything you want them to know about. Floor is yours. Space is yours. What you oh, got for us, Sarah? Amazing. Um, you know, I, I uh, should have prepared more plugs here. Um, mm. You know, guys, I don't know. Um, I'm cooking up some things, as we all are. We're always cooking. In the, I'm actually also am cooking. Um, so check out my cooking Instagram. Um, I, yeah, cooking up some things. Nothing... Um, you know, ready to sort of be exposed, um, on the podcast yet, but keep an eye out for, for more updates. I just made my Instagram public, which is huge, That's um, huge for me. I would talk about my vulnerability issues. Um, so, so just remove the privacy, privacy setting yesterday. Um, mm. so, you know, gonna make, uh, gonna post some updates on there. Uh, gonna, gonna potentially release some content on there. Um, there is a uh, uh, a music video um, that that uh, could be sort of politically relevant and in the works um, that you might see soon. So just just keep your eyes peeled. Uh, Sarah, let's date, which you know really ties it all together. If I do say so myself, um, yeah. as yeah, an yeah. author, um, never uh, never written uh, anything that's been published. But I think check out at Sarah Let's Date. See see what's what's uh, what's gonna pop and drop there. Um, and uh and you know yeah. sarah i think you like fell out of my algorithm for whatever i know reason. i've noticed I don't you're not watching my stuff i you know i i'm <laughs> like i'm not Christ. watching your stuff <laughs> I, I keep tabs. Like, the last couple times you posted <laughs> i didn't like it and i you know i see you got some stories on right now that i you know i didn't even know about it. all right let's see They're four huge. hours ago four hours ago you you made a text with this really weird looking face willy wonka that's what this is today's oh. big that's a really big, um, that's a character I'm doing right now, guys. Okay. Sort of yeah, you like to make yourself look ugly on your Instagram, which is something Thank that, you. that's a whole nother podcast. Another episode, us. baby. Yeah, Another episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a new character. Um, she's a witch. Um, she's actually called the Witch of Comedy. Her nickname is WOC. Never thought I would ever talk about her um, in a professional setting like this. But Jaquees, go, go, go! Put me I, at the top of the you algorithm. Know, listen, I'm putting you. You back. I just watched your story. I'm about to like these last two. These last Dude, you posted you on my birthday. So, so you gonna be back in my algorithm? I'm gonna put be you on my close friends right now. Do you like that? Please do. Please okay. do. Okay. Edgar, I don't even think you're on there, but Jaquise, you're going to get on real quick. Thank you wow. so much. Let's do wow. it. Thank you. Literally have talked Thank you through you. some, you know, wild moments in your life, but that's all good. You know, <laughs> no, I'm I don't not both of you. You're both on it. Okay? okay. It's huge. All right. Close friends, um, baby. I'm telling you, we're starting the group text. This was huge. I really will miss you guys. And I know that's not the attachment you're supposed to form, which is I've never been on video chat with someone for longer than 10 minutes. I told you. Damn. So, so this you, is this it. is the longest relationship you've had in months. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, I hope it was good for you. It was great. Uh, thank you guys for uh, for chatting and teaching and talking um, and being being yourselves. You guys are the best. Wow! 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 Wow, wow, wee wow. You know, what an episode to come out in the in in, in this era of America. In these, unpre- in these unprecedented times. In these unprecedented times. Um real quick, to be real, cases are rising. Uh so you know, just wanna give a message to people. Look, it's winter. Truly a time where to Supplement the fact that we have the shittiest weather of the year. And uh, look, even if you're one of those psychopaths who think winter is great, you agree the weather isn't ideal, especially during a pandemic like this, where we would supplement that with, you know, seeing family over the holidays, whether it be Thanksgiving, Christmas, or my favorite holiday, Black Friday. Mm. We may not get to do that this year. I really want to stress that we hold the cards here. Not a government mandate, not a, I mean, obviously the government's going to do what they're going to do. Either way, this election turned until January. We're not going to see a change in what's happening in terms of the response to this disease. We know how they are going to respond. It's on us now. It's on us. And I think we have an opportunity to kick COVID in the ass by responsibly and effectively making the right choices. And maybe that's staying at home, not hitting out restaurants. Maybe that's testing as regularly as you can. Maybe that's helping out your neighbors in terms of getting people masks, getting people hand sanitizers. And look, I know I'm saying that from Los Angeles where we're not going to get affected by the weather in the way that a lot of other American states are. But I really want to empower us to say they failed us. Federal government level, state level, county level, they failed us. So I think we have an opportunity. And look, I'll say what Dr. Fauci cannot say because he's being blocked from saying ain't no vaccine coming anytime soon. And I think we got a chance to step up and really, you know, 
do the right thing. And I think one of the biggest ways to do that, look, it don't got to be you don't can't see anybody. If you're going to make a bubble, make a bubble. Like, be like, it's me and six of my friends. We know we're going to see each other just so, like, you know, niggas don't get lonely and kill themselves, whatever it is. Because I understand that these problems do exist and shutting down. I'm losing my mind seeing a dog and my girlfriend every day. I get it. I think there are responsible and effective things that we can do. So let's do them. Let's kick this disease in the ass. Yeah. And then we can all hang out on the beach in 2027. <laughs> right. Wear a mask. Like, that shouldn't even be a question. I know so many people are not wearing them because you're over it or you think you don't have to. Uh, it's, just, it's one of the easiest ways, especially as we get into the colder months. Uh, a lot of these things that you're doing outdoors informing the habits of not wearing your mask with now are going to shift to indoors which they shouldn't i don't you know they shouldn't that's where that's where the danger is coming from is a lot of things mm-hmm. are about to become in enclosed spaces um but if you're going to take that risk which i hope you don't but i'm not you know i'm not a father uh you're, you know you're an adult if you're listening to this or maybe you're a teenager but you're a functioning fucking human being um Wear a mask, wear a mask, you know, just be smart because this is more than is more than just keeping each other safe and let's trying to get the cases down. That's exactly, I mean, that is what it is, but there are other reasons for it too. One, so we can get back to some type of normalcy a little bit sooner than it's going to be at the rate we're going now. Two, like there's no rhyme or reason to this virus. Yes, a lot of people have gotten the virus. Millions of people have gotten the virus in this country and have not died. But a lot of those people are long haulers and have so many health problems right now that they Mm -hmm. are dealing with that people are not talking about. Mm -hmm. A lot of those people have family members who have died. A lot of those people have other things. We don't know what the effects of this virus is going to do to people, whether you're asymptomatic or mild cases in the years to come, because it is such a weird virus that ha- that they still don't know everything about. And two years from now, we may see people who have coronavirus right now and be like, damn, these person's lungs still can't recover. Like they have shortened their life. Like we don't fucking know. And I'm not trying to be alarmist, I'm not trying to be scary or anything like that. But that, that is the truth. We don't fucking know it. Not only that, there's a lot of people who are still stuck in the house in abusive situations. There are a lot of people who are stuck in the house in situations that they want to get out of. A friend of mine was just in it. She got out of it, but it was harder because of the pandemic. She's lucky. A lot of people aren't. The longer we are in this, the longer those people are in situations that are unsafe for them. If it could, like, and that is scary. That's scary. And all it takes is us just to fucking care, right? It is more than just the people who are dying. It is more than just, like, thinking, if I get it, I'll probably be okay. The pandemic is affecting so many people. People can't get their normal care. People with anxiety are losing their fucking minds right now. It is so crazy right now that if we can do anything as a society, as a culture, to make this better, to get to somewhat of another side of this, then let's just fucking do it because 
we're about to go into a part of this is unprecedented time. And I know, you know, and I mean that by we've we haven't had a coronavirus during the winter. And that's when most illnesses pop the fuck off. And coronavirus has already popped the fuck off. I don't need this bitch to pop off more. All right. That's so right. <laughs> like and none of us do. So, you know, I know we want to travel and things like that. I know people are taking it less serious and, you know, like, I'm going to live my life. I'm not going to live in fear. Great. Don't live in fear. I get it. Be responsible, though. Like I said, be responsible. Try to be as responsible and effective as you can as you are not fearing your life because there are a lot of people who are and you're not caring about them. Um, and that's a that's a rough part. That's the rough part of the the selfishness of us as a society and the failure of the government that was in charge of this. Uh, we can't do anything about the government and the response in the next few months, regardless of who won this election. But we can do something about our response to what's going on. And I'm tired just like most of us, but hold on a little bit longer and in five years, we'll look back on this time like, damn, man, remember how crazy 2020 and 2021 was? Like, well, let's get there. Let's get there as soon as we can. Sarah was dope, though. Sarah was hella dope. And, you know, with that, let's talk about two other dope ladies. It's time for Queen of the Week. Queen of the Week. My Queen of the Week. I talk about this a lot on the election special. I'm a big fan of Axios. Got the app on my phone, and I watch it. They have an incredible journalist on there. She's, uh, you know, very tough with the questions. She doesn't pull any punches. Uh, very clear, you know. I, I feel like it's a very good job of making the people she's interviewing feel comfortable enough to really get to certain hard topics, and that is Alexi McCammond. Uh, you know, very young reporter there, and I just expect big things from her in the future. She's a reporter for Axios, and she is my queen of the week. Mm-hmm. My queen of the week is a hip-hop artist. Uh, she's blowing up in the indie scene right now. She's going to be blowing up mainstream, I think, very, very soon as well. Um, she's been on multiple lists. She was on Obama's uh, music I'm listening to list this summer. Um, she's been in magazines. She performed, I forget which late show it was. I apologize, uh, for not knowing right off the top of my head, but her music is really dope. So I think you should go listen to it. Her name is Chica. Um, that's her hip hop name. So fucking dope. Uh, follow her on Twitter and then you'll be able to go to her music. If you want to follow her on Twitter, it is at O-R-A-N-I-C-U-H-H. O-R-A-N-I-C-U-H-H, Chica. Uh, She's dope. Her music is dope. She's a young black queen, 23 years old, out here spitting fucking fire. People, like, the lyrics is there. The music composition is there. Uh, She's popping up on so many, like, hip-hop lists as far as, like, people you need to watch out for who are coming. Uh, So definitely go check her out. Chica, that's my queen of the week. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. At Jaquise Neal on every single piece of social media. 
at Edgar Montplazier on Twitter, awful Graham on the gram. It's been a while since we've given the fact about our young prince, Matt Apodaca. It has. Uh-oh. And I want to give, I want to give this fact. Go ahead. If I may. Yes. There is no producer, Addy or Wolf, that is more hardworking, that is more personable, that is more giving, that is funnier than Matt Apodaca. And look, I love some of the producers there. Cody Fisher, <laughs> that's my OG UCB crush. Big Cody Fisher fan. But Matt Apodaca is that guy. So when I tell you that he's that guy, y'all better put some respect on his name. But even though he's that guy, I'll never forget how we first met. I walked into UCB and I said, hey, how does one become an intern here? And he said, by not being a nigger. Mm. That's almost similar to, that's almost similar to my first experience with him. I want to ditto everything you just said. Um, and also I want to say that people even with problems are kind and Matt is a kind person. It's a kind person. Uh, I remember I first walked into UCB and I said, Hey, how does one get ahead here? How does one thrive here? And he looked me right in my eyes and he said, by either one, not being a nigger. Or two, being a nigger hater. <laughs> That's how you thrive. Is you know either not being a nigger or being. <laughs> and it, yeah, I, those words stuck with me. Uh, so I've been trying hard ever since then to not not be a nigger and to hate hate them too. And uh, I've gotten ahead. So thank you, Matt. What can I say? I'll do anything for my boys. <laughs> See, we've continually asked him to stop calling us his boys. And he keeps saying, those are my boys. I'll whip them in a good shape. <laughs> no, I mean like my friends, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Truly, you have no idea how much it means to us that you listen and that you like the show. And if you hate the show, you have no idea how that doesn't mean shit to us at all. So, <laughs> Not one single fucking bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not one iota of a fuck. Bye bye.